Well, welcome everyone. Welcome to Talking Luft. I'm Mitch Stocker. And if this is the first time you're tuning in, this is our spin-off series from Life in the Peloton. And Life in the Peloton is the podcast that gets behind life in the Peloton, more or less what the topic says. All our episodes are over on the Cycling Podcast. If you haven't heard them, you've got to get across and listen to them. There's a bit of a back catalogue here that you can hear all our episodes. All the episodes are on lifeinthepeloton.com, but be sure to get across to the Cycling Podcast and hear the episodes every two weeks over there live. The last podcast we did was with Kevin Sprouse, and we're talking about behind the scenes in the Giro. So get across and listen to that. If you haven't heard that already, it's a really good insight to what a doctor does on the road in a grand tour, more specifically the Giro. We're having a bit of a break from life in the Peloton while the Giro's on, but still got some talking for you. And coming up this week, I've got Lockie Morton, a crowd favorite, a really good mate of mine, a guy I spent a lot of time with on the road and out training. He's done Talking Luft before, so that means he's doing Talking Luft 2.0. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind everyone, if they haven't seen already, caps are back in stock. Get across to lifeinthepeloton.com, the Etsy store. There's enough there to go around. I've done a big order this time. I hope to get everyone in on that order. So get across there, get some caps. They've been flying out the door. So I hope you've got one. And if you haven't, get across and get one because this is Talking Luft. That's what we're talking about caps style luft and if you haven't got a cap you shouldn't be listening to this episode so get across there and listen to that well i've rambled on long enough sit back and enjoy this one it's a pretty good one we're traveling back from trobro leon I'm sitting here with familiar guest, teammate, countryman, good mate, Lockie Morton. Welcome back to the pod, mate. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been a little minute. Let's go straight into it. This is Talking Luft, but this is Talking Luft 2.0. You've been on the original Talking Luft, and you've heard 2.0, so you're a little bit more aware than Durbo was. So let's go straight into it. Well, I'll just run down the format, what it is. It's five topics, style and clothing, food, rituals, culture, and about you. And each of those is some questions. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I was just stand, start off with style and clothing and the stock standard question, how do you wear your cap? How do you wear your casket? Cap is forward, generally peak down. Um, occasionally for sign on, I'll go peak up. Um, I prefer it like a bit loose on the head, but I've got like a surprisingly big head, so it's quite hard to get that, uh, like luft, but yeah, definitely forward, uh, peak down, and I mean, in the race, what I'll do is like, I don't ever wear a hat if it's going to rain, and I have it up, and then when the rain starts, I put it down, um, just so like, it's easier to see. You know do you mean? ever have the problem when you've got the you start with the brim up yeah you've got the helmet on you put the brim down now the helmet's sort of like laid back and like quite coolio style <laughs> yeah 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 it's or like the problem I have is like I like to have the hat like quite low at the front with the peak up and then when you flip it down it's too it just, low it obstructs your vision like totally but it's good for the rain you yeah. know what I mean like it really keeps the rain out 
So I generally like you flip it, do a quick readjust, like yeah. pull the helmet down a bit, push the hat up a bit. Um, it is totally. It's not as simple as just flipping the brim, is it? They're two different, two different things. Startups. I once had that uh, Rafa made like a winter hat that had like a see-through brim. Oh yeah, the police style. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was like, and yeah, when I first saw that, I was like, eh, a bit of a gimmick, but it makes total sense. It's sort of like you can see through it. It was really good. I'm almost over or under. Over. <laughs> we spoke about this. <laughs> gloves or no gloves. Gloves. Uh, sometimes training, I don't wear gloves. Um, what determines that? Um, mainly, actually, pretty much all the time on the road bike, I don't wear gloves training. But then every other occasion I do. Just because like, I don't really like the feeling of it. And yeah, I'm generally training by myself. It's not an issue. Socks over or under the leg warmers? Under. Yeah. Glasses over or under the helmet strap? <laughs> Just obviously over. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone going to say under? <laughs> Someone might be out there. <laughs> Race suit or Nixon jersey? Uh, Nixon jersey. I um, I did actually go into race suits for like a period. And if I'm like really worried about the race, I'll wear a race suit because I feel like it's giving me that extra little edge. Um but I wish we would all just like agree to wear Nixon jersey yeah. so that no one would have to wear race suits, you know? What about in the mountain bike racing you've been doing? Nick's jersey. Nice. Yeah. Alright, next topic, food. Rice or pasta? Um I would say for racing rice, but I prefer pasta, if that makes sense. Like if I'm gonna cook at home I'd make pasta. Pasta. Yeah. Do you have a normal breakfast or do you have a pre-race breakfast? Like as in you eat dinner at breakfast? <laughs> normal. Right. Normal, no, right. Well, when you say normal, the, the breakfast I have at a race, I would never have anywhere else. What is it? I, like, I mean, it really depends on where I'm at. But like at a race, I tend to just eat like a lot of bread. And I'll have like, sometimes I'll mix like eggs with jam or something you know like oh. something super weird get a little bit kookalair do you yeah <laughs> yeah um and yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't have that at home or i have like banana on toast a lot at races um i never have that at home why what's the difference i i don't know it's is it just like the accessibility a, of heaps of stuff that you just probably wouldn't buy probably i yeah. guess that's it and i'm just like ah uh, i need to like eat a lot of carbs mm. uh and probably have some sort of... And then there's eggs. Like, oh, I should have eggs. I don't know why. It's a, so is there enjoyment in that eating or it's more just eating for function? Uh, not really. I don't know. I feel yeah. like when I go to a race, I'm just kind of like, all right. It's part is, of the job. This is all on the clock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite race food? In the bus, you look for it, you go, oh, wow. Going to put that bad boy in for about 100k into the race? <laughs> See, I'm the same with this sort of thing. I'm just like, I think anyone who like pulls a bar or like something out of their pocket during a race and it's like, oh, I'm just going to savor this and enjoy it is just like full of shit. You know, <laughs> you're like generally you're just like stuffing something in there. Um, but to debunk that, it's like on a grand tour, I uh, potentially sure. will put like a, a difficult eating piece of food. For instance, like it's a, a tart. 
that's cut. Yeah. And you're never going to eat that in the race, like full-on racing. But I'll go, I'm very, very hopeful today. The brake's going to go, and I'm going to pull this out, a half-cut almond-like and tart. just take a minute and just and take a minute it. and go, oh, this is good. I'm glad I kept yeah, this. Yeah, okay. Like... I, I, I hear that, like Grand Tour style. Yeah. Yesterday, no way. Yeah. You're kidding yourself. Al- Alan Lim used to make these um, rice cakes that had like almond butter, but also like egg, bacon, and like maple syrup in them. Oh. And they were amazing. That's like, that, that springs to mind as like a rice food that I was always just like, yes, that's yeah. like, I, I want that. Um, Sweet. Are you food room or not? And if you go to the food room, what is it? And just to quickly explain to everyone who hasn't heard the last couple of episodes, the food room is one room designated in the hotel that is stocked of like snacks and stuff for us when we get back from the race and we've got like an hour or two before dinner and we just simply can never make it to dinner. (laughs) We must go via the food room (laughs) and get snacks. Are you yeah. one of those guys, or are you... Yeah, I go to the food room. Um, I feel like it depends. If there's, like, a chef on the race, um, I would say less so, just because you kind of, like, you're always satisfied with dinner. Um, but it just kind of becomes that, like, filling in if you, like, don't have enough for dinner or whatever. Um, if I do, it's generally... They always have dried mangoes on this team, which are pretty good. Um, I'll tell you what I've got into is those those random ginger snaps or whatever they are. Yeah, the ginger are. ones are good, actually. I had some of those at this race. They always um, have them. I don't even know where you can buy them from. They're so yeah. nice. They're like lollies, but they're like ginger, so it sort of feels healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're just covered in sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that's probably my go-to. Um, or just the standard, like, big bowl of, like chocolate muesli or whatever they have in there <laughs> the cocaine muesli <laughs> it's pretty funny that like the food room I, mean, I I feel like they've toned it down a bit more in recent years but there was a time when the food room was just full of like just like it's a candy chocolate. store yeah. <laughs> like, there was like Haribo and shit in there and waffles yeah it dipped was in just chocolate. like this big loophole and like the rest of our nutritional strategy is super sound <laughs> and you could just go to the food room and eat whatever you wanted and you'd see those guys you're like yeah yeah I'm, I'm pretty much done with dinner so is the food room still open? <laughs> <laughs> they go up alright next one rituals at the end of a race yeah sometimes we're asked to go in a car when it's a long transfer are you the guy who goes yeah you know what I want to get back I'm going to jump in the car or are you the guy who goes nah never no way bus never always the bus like it's so much more comfortable and like I actually enjoy especially on a tour I enjoy the bus time because hmm. you like it's like that afterglow of the race you just kind of sit there like check in with your family or whatever and it's like it's a real nice way to decompress whenever you get like stuffed in the car it's just like it's that you're like always stuffed in there and like there's a pair of wheels above your head and like there's an obligation to debrief the stage with the swanee and yeah exactly and then it's actually very rarely that much faster no like that's just a myth yeah which seat do you sit at on the bus? Do you have a preferred seat? Do you have your seat that you look for when you get on there? No. Um, I always stay in the same seat, obviously, once the race starts. But I'm not, like, 
I don't have to be in the front or the back. I used to always be in the very back. Um, on Dimension Data, I always sat in the very back and really liked that because like no one would go back there, so you had your own total own space. Yeah. Um, but no, on this team we all sort of sit in the front, and actually I did the Giro in the very front seat last year. Is that good? Yeah, it kind of like kept you uh, a bit more engaged in everything. You know, you're like in the in the crossfire a bit more. You can also see where you're actually going. Yeah. You've sort of got an idea of where you are in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I'm not like superstitious about it. How do you pass the salt at the dinner table? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I generally just go for the handoff and then if you tell someone like wants you to put it down, you're like, okay, just put it down. And but you won't I don't, I don't judge anyone for like, no, I, but I'm like, just take the salt. Like, it's not, it's not going to affect anything. Um, you don't mind if you accidentally knock it over either? No. 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 I think it, the only thing I, I if I break a mirror, um, which I think I've only done once, <laughs> like I felt, I felt I was like, oh, that's bad juju. Um, <laughs> but no, like, you don't have anything salt, else? No. Like we do, we do so much dumb stuff in races like to think the salt's gonna help you like no it's it's not there's so many things you could just put back to that spilling of the salt oh i know you know what i mean yeah exactly like oh damn it i crashed the next day had nothing to do with like coming into a blind corner just no brakes you know (laughs) underneath everyone no it's the salt (laughs) all right next one culture favorite rider of all time Ooh. um I think I'll go to like Ulrich is my fallback Um, just because he was like when I first started cycling he was I was a big fan of him Um, like he's the original for me I have a few other like close runner-ups like Zubeldia and uh, Ivan Mayo and Mm. those guys like that era um, but I think Ulrich's for me the OG he's my favourite who's your favourite rider right now? <laughs> the corn <laughs> yeah. the coolest of right now the coolest right now <laughs> um, I think oh, it's, it's a hard question um, let me come back to that let me come back best moment in a race in terms of that moment in the race that you really love you know it could be the neutral it could be the attacking zone it could be rolling into that last k going oh yeah she's all over um what is it i like it when the race is you know the race is just on for for real there's no more like waiting or trying to hold back energy you just kind of either got it or you don't and you, there's no more like questions of like how it's going to go. It's so just something like, like 80k to go, and, and it's like, and then you start a climb, and it's like, okay, someone's putting the pace on, and the bunch is falling apart, and it's like, all right, we're fully racing from here to the end. Yeah, right. Um, just because before that, you're always trying to hold back a bit of energy and like yeah. conserve and wait, and there's a bit of uncertainty. Um, sometimes it sucks because you're like, oh, I don't have the legs, <laughs> like I'm not going to be a feature. <laughs> or, 
or sometimes you're like, oh, actually, you know, who knows what's going to happen today. But I just like that moment. Well, on the flip side then, worst moment in a race, is that the worst moment when you don't have the legs in that moment? Uh, I think the worst moment is if you're, if you're not in good form and, like, you're kind of hanging by the skin of your teeth in a tour or something and you know it's going to be... We could see the, the terrain at the start. Like, if the brake doesn't go, it's going to be hard and the brake's not going. And you know yeah. it's, like... It's just going to be like absolute hell until it gets off. Yeah, um, I think that's the worst. You know, Fuck yeah, that's because it's so it, it's always such a rude shock to you know like you go from sitting in the bar sort of like you've done a good job of forgetting about the day before and like okay new day whatever and then ten minutes later you're just like <laughs> just like the worst you know one of the worst spots of your life you know just hanging on for dear life um, there's nothing you can do about it when your legs are shot like that and they're so no. sore so tight you're just like there's and there's no willing like you even you do the thing where you're like okay I'm going to start the neutral in the front yeah. and like put myself in the best position and then you're just like I don't have the legs you know and it's just like at that moment in the race too you know if you dropped you're out yeah you know like you're going home so it's like you have there's to a, hang there's and fear. hang and hang yeah um, that's by far the worst. Yeah. Cobbles or gravel? Uh, gravel. Does anyone like cobbles? Do you like cobbles? Yeah. Like it's fun to ride on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I don't know. I've never really ridden cobbles. So I like, do like flat cobbles. Okay. So like you're riding across going like, oh, this is actually fun. Yeah, you sort of get like a groove on and like you can see guys are suffering more than you. And But would you ever like go on a training ride if you weren't reconning or like and be like oh, I might throw in a bit of cobble I would of, yeah okay, okay. I would boost up I'm a cobble sector that's why I find it funny that the the Belgian guys never go on it you know because right. they're probably so used to it but when I was up there like I'd follow the Eddie Merckx route and things like that they've got all these signs you'd be like okay. oh sweet I'll just follow this route and it goes like over all the sectors and stuff <laughs> sick yeah mm. okay nice yeah no I'm gravel right <laughs> <laughs> alright about you last one Headphones or no headphones? Um, headphones. And what's playing in the headies? Uh, on the bike, man, I, I listen to a big mix of stuff. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts when I ride now. Um, and then I actually just put my... Well, nine times out of ten, I just put my whole like library on shuffle hmm. and i've still got like my original apple library oh. that's why i don't shift like everyone's like oh go on spotify and i'm like resistant to change because i've got all this old music in there so i just shuffle and like i have yeah thousands, thousands of and thousands of yeah. songs uh, so i guess it doesn't help you but <laughs> <laughs> read books or watch netflix um, I would say more often than not, it's watch Netflix. Um, if I read a book, I'm like, if I, I know if I'm like, uh, gonna finish a book because I'll, I'll finish it in like two days because I just get right into it and I'm yeah. just like, I need to finish this thing. And then I might not read a book for like a few months. 
And I watch Netflix more often than that, I think. What are you watching? What's good to watch on Netflix at the moment? Um, For you? I think the F1 series is pretty amazing. Um, that's been probably the highlight of my Netflix year. <laughs> um, yeah. Drive to Survive. Yeah, sweet. That's the um, the moth at the moment. That's the moth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the moth. Um BWS, beer, wine, or spirits? Um, beer, I would say. Uh, I enjoy all of those things. Not spirits, less so. Uh, actually, in Colorado, sometimes I'll drink like bourbon, but nah, definitely beer. Yeah. CCC, <laughs> cake, cheese, or chocolate? <laughs> Um, I never knew that's what that stood for (laughs) yeah CCC Polska chocolate I think chocolate yeah what milk or dark Uh, I like both but um, I think chocolate is kind of like versatile in that way you can just have like a little bit of dark chocolate Sometimes in the morning I'll have like a half piece of dark chocolate or something, just when I have an espresso. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I would never eat cheese by myself. I don't think. No. Like, I would never go and get cheese. And like a wheel of cheese and just sort of <laughs> gnaw away on it. <laughs> just, just chew at it like a rat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. And yeah, cake's good, but like, you feel like you need an occasion for it. You yeah. Know? Same know. thing. Yeah. Last one. Espresso, coffee or filter? Uh, I like both. But if I could only have one, I think I would have espresso. Espresso. Yeah. Just because, like, um, it's better than what I make at home. <laughs> so, like, you know, like you go get an espresso, it's always, like, nice, you know? Actually, I've got one more question for you. This is off the cuff. Yeah. Road, cross bike, mountain bike. One bike forever. Mountain bike. Mountain bike. Yeah. Why? Um, most versatile. Mm. I think you can really just do a lot, a, a bigger range of things. Um, like, I would hate to only have it, you know. I still have use for the other bikes, but... Yeah. Definitely mountain bike. Sweet, mate. Well, um, thanks for coming on Talking Loft. Beautiful. 2.0. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Talking Loft 2.0. Lockie Morton, he's a classic. Great guest, great guy, great mate. Life in the Peloton will be back after the Giro in two weeks' time, so hang in for that over at the Cycling Podcast. So, got a cracker coming up. Until then, guys, Talking Luft in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, make sure you go and get a cap. Well, I'm sure you've got one anyway, so cheers. Cheers.